0: Hi, welcome to Hot Topics Live, the show, the podcast. I'm Kia. I'm the creator and host of the Female Veterans Podcast, Woman Warrior Stories for the Veterans Channel, and Success Coach at London Real Academy. And uh, today we're going to have a show all about transformation, effective leadership, and just inspiring your people. Because, well, whether you are a mom, a husband, a partner, a teacher, no matter what your role is in life, you have to lead someone at some point, and you have to inspire them to follow your <laughs> orders or your lead <laughs> at some point along the way, right? So this really appeals and applies to everyone, okay? And I have someone extraordinary next to me today. <laughs> I know you love her already because you I keep getting messages to bring back Matilda, so... Back by popular demand, my beautiful, successful, lovely friend and co-host, Matilda of Coffee with Matilda.
1: Hello, Kian, audience. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very happy to be back here. I'm excited. Oh, I'm so happy. Thank to have you, have you for back.
0: introduction, uh, <laughs> <Of> Kian. <laughs> so, so tell me, what have you
1: been up to since I last saw you? Well, I was in Armenia and I'm back in L.A. And uh, yeah, I'm in L.A. right now and um, trying to figure out life. I'm trying to think if I should get vaccine or not vaccine. So I'm Mm -hmm. in that process.
0: (laughs) You know what? A lot of people are in that process of deciding whether to get the vaccine or not. You know I'm already vaccinated. Okay, so um, I just felt I have a compromised immune system and I want to travel. So I just felt like it was the safest choice for me. I tried to do the best that I could with looking at scholarly articles and doing the research as well as I can for myself. And I made that decision. Um, Dr. Larry Brilliant, he is um, an epidemiologist Mm -hmm. and he worked with um, smallpox. And so he has a great book out about vaccines. And he did um, an interview with Seth MacFarlane on his Instagram live. And they talked all about it. And after that, I was fairly convinced. So, <laughs> um, so I, I mean, when you, when you listen to someone who actually works in that field um, and who is, you know, I have to use my discernment. And he seemed genuine and seemed honest. And I did some research on him. And I felt comfortable listening to what he had to say. Coupled with my own research from scholarly articles and mm-hmm. science, <laughs> real actual science and not just opinions um, and blogs, um, I made up my mind. And I got to tell you, um, I was really nervous to do it. Uh, I went through the VA healthcare system, which we all know isn't at best here in the States. <laughs> and so, um, but they seemed like they wanted to disqualify me. And, and they were asking me all these questions to like sort of rule me out, which is the opposite of what I thought was gonna happen because I thought, you know, they wanted to push the vaccine on us, mm-hmm. right? So that also, that was like eye-opening for me too. And then afterwards, I will tell you, I felt fine. I had a slight bit of an allergic reaction, like had, a, mm-hmm. and I took some Benadryl after the second shot. Um, the first shot left me tired. And um, I had, a like I said, I had a mild reaction. I'm very sensitive. So, um, so, so that's what happened with me with the vaccination and I feel fine. I'm still intuitive. I was worried that I was told by someone that I would not have my intuitive abilities anymore. No, (laughs) I'm still intuitive. I still have my gifts. Thank you. Uh So uh, I'm still clear cognizant. All my clairs are in order for any of you that are about that life. Um, but yeah, so that's how I am with it. So uh, I, I would say do it. But that's just my opinion. I think it's a choice you have to make for yourself.
1: Yeah, I think I'm gonna do it as well because uh, I'm ready. I'm ready. I need to travel, and I have that peace of mind a little bit. Mm-hmm. That's I think mm-hmm. the important part of it. Mm-hmm. So, and I think I think the writing's on the wall here. I think the
0: global community is saying that the vaccine is um gonna be mandated, um to keep people safe, and that's mm-hmm. the general belief. Um and, that, and that I will, I was really skeptical at first. I know I'm a veteran, right? And I have acquired illnesses from serving in the military that I don't know where they came from. And I always felt that they came from vaccines. So, um, so I know that vaccines can harm people. It's not, people are not just making this up. They're not just being crazy. I know that it does happen. I've interviewed people on my podcast that had um, adverse reactions from anthrax, but um you know i think we have to weigh things out and take things with caution and i think what we're seeing also is that people are dying and getting really sick and yeah. um and then wishing they had taken the vaccine because you know it doesn't prevent you from getting it it just means you may not get hospitalized you might not end up on a ventilator and all of that kind of stuff so i think um i think you got to just decide for yourself and you know, um, be comfortable with that choice. I'm very comfortable with it. I would tell anyone to get it. I from my based on my experience, um, and I was a I I'm one of those people that was like a 180. Like I was very skeptical at first, and then and now feel more like yeah, it's probably the right thing to do. So, um, hi Tendai, <laughs> <laughs> hi honey. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. Yeah. I'm happy that you could make it. I know you're usually working. And Oh, my other sweetheart is here. Hi, George. Thanks for tuning in, honey. I appreciate (laughs) you. Um, I want to give you my condolences about your mom. I'm sending you lots of love. Okay, honey? Thanks for tuning in. I appreciate you. So, Matilda. Yes. We have a guest.
1: Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> he is pretty extraordinary, and in fact, he sent me a really big bio, and I'm going to try to um, I'm going to try to sum it up. But before I do, I see my darling here, Sasha, has turned up, <laughs> and he's asking me, "Oh, look who's in his picture with him! Oh, how <laughs> lovely!" <laughs> So if he's your darling, he's my darling. So, yes, <laughs> he says, Kia, why did I take the vaccine? Well, Sasha, I took the vaccine because I wanted to make sure that I didn't end up on a ventilator. <laughs> That's why, because I'm a mom, a single mom of two boys, and I want to make sure that I'm healthy and well for them. And also, I want to travel and I want to feel safe to travel um, because. You know, I I don't I think every I believe in sovereignty and you sh- have the choice to do to your body what you want to do to your body absolutely. But I feel like collectively, if we all try band together to sort of br- make less hosts available for this virus, um, it, it's it can help us in the long run. That's one school of thought that I'm down with. Also, um, personally, I just want it to feel like I was protected um, from getting the worst of the worst of it. And that's, that's why, honey, that's why I did it. I mean, <laughs> I, I wouldn't force it on anyone. But I would say, you know, everyone should make the decision for themselves. And um, based on my experience with it, I'm fine. I feel good. I actually feel better than I did before I took it. So who knows, science. But anyway, um, that's my answer, honey. And thanks for um, asking. Thanks for your concern. So, okay. So let's let me bring in my darling guest. All right. So he is the CEO of Alami International. Okay. But prior to that, he has 15 years in the corporate world, working at a very high level, transforming the way business is done. I mean, like, let me just get into it because. I don't usually like to read um, bios, but his is so big. And I don't want to um, miss anything, but I wanna, I'm want i going to touch the high points. So he was the global head of learning and organizational development for an organization called Agility, which is a top 10 global logistics company with over 20,000 mm-hmm. employees in over 100 countries. So that just gives you an idea of <laughs> mm-hmm. how, what he was doing and the scope of it. So he designed and led over 100 successful strategic interventions impacting 2,500 plus leaders, managers, and frontliners from over 30 countries. And focuses include leadership and management development and commercial, operational, and customer service transformation. Um, So his company is based in Switzerland, and he also created a podcast, you know, I love that called the Alame Podcast, Change Your Company. And it's focused on the people aspect of organizational leadership. So he he does have a doctorate in business administration. So that's why we call him Doctor for And um he's actually really extraordinary. He's very, very fit. He's about that fitness life and believes that transformations begin with yourself as a leader, which I absolutely love. Okay, because um for my graduate studies, I was all about organizational leadership. That was super important to me and how to inspire your um, your employees to perform their best, thereby maintaining and increasing your profits, your bottom line. So that's what all my papers were about in graduate school until I started focusing on finance. And so this is why I love so much what he does. So I'm going to bring him in.
2: Ooh. Hello, hi, hello. Hi, hello, hi, Thank hi. you so much for the introduction, and it's great to be with you. Oh,
0: I'm glad <laughs> you're here. So, tell Lovely. me, oh, um, where are you, and what time is it now?
2: Uh, I'm in Switzerland, and it's uh, almost uh, half past nine in the, at night. Yeah.
0: Mm, so we yeah. are both Switzerland. The where? Uh,
2: north northwest of Switzerland. So it's Basel.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh-huh. Definitely. So we're so glad to have you here and excited. Um, oh, look who's here. Hi, Kaula. Glad you turned up for this. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, sweetie. So um, so Foan, tell me, yeah, what led you down this path to wanting to impact leaders and transform companies?
2: Yeah, well, it started with me being a team leader and uh, failing miserably, and uh, mm-hmm. I, I was, I was seeking answers. I was trying to figure out like why I failed, and uh, step by step, I start to get some answers, and I start to work on myself. And uh, when I start to work on myself, I start to get, I start to feel better, and I start to be, being more able to influence the people around me, especially my team. And uh, and then I really wanted to help others because I saw how others were struggling, and uh, and then from there from then on, at one point, I realized that this is my mission, and I really wanted to do this work on a much wider scale. And uh, yeah, and uh, the rest of history, at least in for for this uh, for this part of my journey, and um, yeah, I mean, I I loved being with the people. So I was someone who would uh, sit behind my desk and work on my own on uh, Excel sheets and a Word document in terms of submitting offers for uh, customers uh, in response to tenders and bids. And suddenly I knew that my mission is completely the opposite, which is being out with people and motivating them, engaging them, inspiring them to go and to develop themselves and to improve their performance etc so this was a an amazing journey yeah
1: um you know now that you're explaining this a a point came to my mind the fact that you started your journey because you took responsibility of uh, a mistake or a failure that maybe it wasn't for you directly but it was from the team and a lot of leaders actually don't have that capability to take responsibility so they can advance themselves and become a better leader for being a good leader I think the uh, the first thing is to take responsibility for your team and absolutely. unfortunately we don't have that in the world that much
2: absolutely and I think this was this was the beginning of the journey in a way that after like failing miserably, I remember I was at, at the airport and I picked up a book and I don't know, I had this feeling that I should read it. And I read it and the message was something that uh, the the reason, where, uh, the reason why you are where you are uh, is because you haven't taken responsibility. And I said like, this is, this is me, you know, this is what they're, who they're talking about. And I don't know why like that evening when I came back home, the next day i felt i want to do something about it and and the first thing that came to my mind was i should start waking up earlier and do some inner work and get so so i can have a better mindset and and uh, have more ener- positive energy and this was the beginning so taking for responsibility starting starts with taking for responsibility of our own energy and mindset and and emotions uh, and motivation uh, and results.
1: Very nice.
0: Maximum accountability. So this is something we're all familiar with as well from being a part of London Real Academy and um, how, you know, until we do that, we're not working at our full capacity. So I love that you pointed that out. And also the inner work, right, that you 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 intuitively picked up this book right uh, that's what i heard right mm-hmm. and you've got so much out of it um, what what was it that inspired you to go okay let me look at myself and start transforming from the inside out
2: yeah i mean i think overall it was like just this deep feeling where uh, you know there was something missing there was always something missing and i wasn't able to figure out what it is uh, and um, and uh, so and what happened at one point when I was kind of like becoming so stress, stressed at work and like disappointment after disappointment, one day I was, you know, I found myself at the emergency room at the hospital and and there I was, you know, they told me that you need to do a surgery and I was like, I'm not ready. And uh, they said, no, no, you have to do it now. And I felt for a moment like everything got so dark and uh, I was wondering why did this happen? And again, the answer was this. Uh, and uh, I mean, it's always easier to kind of go and try to find, you know, like, or or to put the responsibility on others, right? But in, in that case, it was so clear. It was me. It was me. Like, so, And what's really interesting is that, um, and this is one of the biggest lessons I learned, is that, like, when you start to really work on yourself and, and get better it's just like everything around you start to reflect that, like the people, the I mean, some people disappear, some people change because you change, and 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 this is like magical in a way. Uh, and everything I was, you know, pointing uh, at, and everyone I was pointing at was being respons- responsible for uh, my own situation was actually the opposite. Uh, you know, I was creating it in a way or another.
0: Yeah very true. Mm, it is true. You made a really good point there. I actually, just made a TikTok video about this <laughs> that I'm going to post <laughs> this week. But it's about people disappearing when you change, right? Sometimes when you're leveling up or you're going through any sort of um, internal transformation, the people around you form resistance for you. I guess is the best way to put it by either projecting their fears on you or not being able to um to see the value of your change. And so they turn their backs on you. Um and so did you experience a lot of that when you were working through your transformation?
2: You mean like uh, people challenging you, you mean or
0: yeah, like just when you're, you find that you're changing and you're, and this change is for a level up uh, ultimately, right? Um, it's to improve your life or your your experience. Um, do you find that sometimes you end up having to lose people or you have to sort of quiet the outside noise of what people are telling you in order to keep moving forward towards your goal?
2: I, I think to a big extent, like, the more we are convinced about what we are doing and, and the more we are, again, doing this work, like, in a way, it, it things unfold uh, in a more natural way. Like, it's it doesn't have to be kind of like, I, at least my experience, my journey, uh, it wasn't like about I need to push people out or, you know, I need to kind of fight some people. It just, it was more... Um, beca- you know happening naturally in a way. It was happening naturally. Some people just disappeared. Mm-hmm. And uh and and I think in a way, like if we look at it this way, which is all the people around us are there to to teach us a lesson. Uh so when you are deliberately like learning the lesson and wanting to grow, so the role kind of some of them at least you know, disappears. Right. And, and, uh, mm-hmm. and, and that's why this has happened at least how I see it. Yeah.
0: So I noticed that Sasha had a question and then I see that you probably have one too, Matilda. So <laughs> let me bring up his question and, um, and then we'll go from there. Hang on a second. I just saw it. So here we go. There, oops. There we go. All right. So Sasha said, "Um, you believe in mind and body transformation? Are you close to transhumanism views or is it just an individual work on yourself?" I love him. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah.
2: Sorry, I, I don't know what uh, transhumanism views. I don't know what is that. Oh. If you if you could, if you could explain it to me, it would be great. Yeah.
0: Mm. So we're going we're going into it even further. Well, yeah. Sasha, do you want to explain?
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. But let for sure, Sasha I, mean, for sure. I will. I want him to explain it.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm, I'm into for, it. So we'll wait for his we'll wait for his comment. <laughs> so, um Matilda, while we're waiting for Sasha, Matilda, I, I thought you had a question.
1: Yeah, I went uh, you know, lots of times when you're in this journey, it's it's going to be a very, it's a painful journey as well. Lots of time in the books or people talk about it, they're glorifying it. And uh, when uh, someone is in that journey, in that process and says, oh my God, it's a very difficult one. I would like you to explain your pain and suffering through that period. Because I think it's important people to know you need to be ready emotionally, physically to endure all of that because sometimes the people who are not supporting you are your close family members, your Mm -hmm. parents, your children, I don't know, your best friend, people who you have a lot of respect and um, love for them and then they discourage you or they look at you a little bit differently and that's when the pain starts, that's when you're like, oh my god, what am I doing? My my pillar or my backbones are uh, questioning me, you know.
2: Yeah, I I mean uh, for sure a lot of people around us uh, they will challenge us and uh, especially people who um, even if they are very close to us, uh, the fact that they are not maybe um, how to say it like uh, they they don't want for example achieve uh, like big things or they want they don't I mean um so and when they see you like kind of a uh, striving for more or uh like working very hard I think they would they would resist it in a way um but I have to say I mean I, I like in my in that case I I faced these situations a lot um but I think there is also a message there you know and I and I think that these people are trying to kind of to bring you a little bit uh, uh for example, in my case, I know like you know enjoying more life, enjoying more the moment, I think it's important. it's very important. like, and instead of just waiting for the destination to kind of just uh, to, to kind of uh, enjoy it uh, and enjoy like this moment, enjoying more like all the steps along the way. so enjoying life uh, and and the the journey. so and that's why, uh, like when, when I get this kind of comments, I try to listen also deeply instead of just resisting it completely. And, uh, yeah, so, uh, but for sure, I think, I mean, one of my teachers, uh, he says like a lot of people criticize you, uh, for what they give, what they've given up on, you know, and, and I think to big extent, it's, it's true. Right. So. A lot of people, you know, they they tell you like why are you are doing this because actually maybe they want to do it and they're not willing to do so. So,
1: mm-hmm. yeah. and also maybe I just want to you know for people that are listening as well to not be upset about are close people just like an inside maybe for example when parents come they are they are not uh, very encouraging uh, of you going through that transformation is because they are afraid they're afraid of um, you failing and maybe facing heartbreak of that situation or they just want to protect you and they don't know better And I want the people, whoever is listening, and they are interested in that journey, to know, okay, you're going to feel pain and you're going to feel some disapprovement from your close people. But that's a process. You just need to go through it. You need to feel it inside you so hard that nothing stops you. Mm
2: -hmm. Exactly,
1: 100%.
2: (laughs) And and at the same time, like sending them love, uh, at the same time, enjoying as much as possible every step and not postponing it, I'm postponing it in the enjoyment of life.
1: Very nice.
0: I agree. I agree with both of you. Actually, I think I love this quote. I always say this quote by Jay Z, where he says, "You have to quiet all the outside noise." And um, they told him he couldn't rap, <laughs> right? And they told him he wouldn't make it. And he's arguably the the biggest guy in the game, um, as far as hip hop, um, rap history, and stuff like that. So it it's just that ability to be able to go. I love you. I know that you really are just concerned for me. You want what's best for me, but I'm doing this. <laughs> so uh, you got to support me or you know what? It's okay that you don't agree, but I'm doing it anyway. <laughs>
2: exactly. And you just
0: kind of lean into it and go for it. And also, um, Angelina agreed with you, <laughs> Matilda. And so I want to double back because I, I like the transhumanism thing. <laughs> a lot because I'm a futurist and also I love science. And so we're going to double back to um, Sasha's original question. And we're going to go down this rabbit hole for a minute, but we'll bring it back around because <laughs> I have more questions for you. So um, his original question was about if you believed in, tran- in, in transhumanism views, or is it just an individual work on yourself? I'm going to, my vote is probably just working on yourself, but he went on to say that transhumanism is an upgrade of humanity based on science and DNA. And I think I like to, as an example for people that might not be familiar with this, um, I don't know, there was this movie, (laughs) I think it was called Chappie, and they took the soul of this woman and put it into um, a robot sort of. And so I like to say, I joke around and say, you know, um, I'm by the time I'm going to live forever because I'm going to keep getting robot parts put on until (laughs) I just become a robot. Right. So this is sort of the transhumanism thing. It's like upgrading yourself um, based on science and and like evolutionary DNA. And it's all scientific anyway. But, um, but Sasha also says this Um, is, 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 not based on science, as but as a philosophy, humans are a victim of determinism. Transhumanism is a work and a fight against that. It also it's also a philosophical view on the evolution of humanity. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what are your thoughts, honey?
2: Well, I mean, I have to say, um, uh, I I haven't really. Um, research and, uh, and i i i i know like exactly like how working when it comes from the science perspective what he's what he's referring to uh, about like uh, um you know the evolution our evolution uh, i know for example like uh, i was reading about tony robbins that uh, he he was creating kind of a almost a robot like who would uh who learned all the strategies that he he uses uh, as interventions so this this robot would be able to um, basically help uh, any person who has a problem. Uh, maybe I don't know if before he dies or afterward, but mm. but basically, and i found I found it like fascinating. Uh, and I found it really especially someone like him, you know, like going on that path and saying, "You know what? I wanna give everything I know." And, and put it into this, uh, so it will live be, uh, beyond me. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, and I actually, I I salute these people who are uh, you know kind of willing to experiment because at, at this stage it's still an experiment, right? Mm-hmm. You don't know like how this will work and what would be the consequences.
0: <laughs> right.
2: Uh, but but I found it I found it fascinating. And uh, but I am more conservative, I would say, when it comes to that aspect. Uh, when it comes to determinism, which I think the the idea that we have a fate and it's fixed, uh, uh, I, I don't believe in that. I believe that we are cre- creatures of choice, and we have always this de- you know, we decide what what we want and um, in life. And uh, of course we are influenced by so many factors. but at the end, we have a choice and and this choice is is very important to take it seriously.
0: That went deep. That went really deep. Hmm. You know, Elon Musk just <laughs> ha- did um, did uh, talk about these robots that he's he's going to create, and it also reminded me of another movie called I Robot, which um, the robots got pissed for being servants and rose up. Right. So I always wonder with these kinds of things, is it going to turn out like Terminator or like what's what's going on? But I'm <laughs> all about AI. Like I think it's so fascinating. What do you think, huh? Matilda?
1: well i think that's where we should put investment in that's where the future is (laughs) well i don't know it can be very scary but uh, i think that's where the world is going towards i'm sure in 50 years later we will have more of this and i have actually i was working on a startup and i've seen a lot of in in the community in your community there were a lot of people um in, in uh, investing in uh, AI. So I think that's where the future is and the money is. So I'm listening to uh, opportunities right now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you have to. You have to because look, I mean, we were like young when Apple was blowing up and probably teenagers when the dot-com thing happened. You got to jump on stuff these days like crypto and AI. In fact, one of my former students, um, he was on an episode of Hot Topics Live, Um, you have to go back through the episodes, but it's, I think it's called Leaps of Consciousness with um, Diru Shifu and he is a Shaolin monk, but he also is, um, he mentors and works with a lot of CEOs in China. And he's really involved in AI and helping to create the Bill of Rights. So that's just like, we talked about that a little bit on that episode. So you have to look on our Hot Topics Live Facebook page. I think it's on YouTube. I made them public, all the old ones. So you can go back through. I'm actually going to make some playlists because we have so many topics. So it's hard for people to find. So this one will be one of my first ones in the playlist for business and um and that kind of thing. So, um so you'll be able to find these episodes easier based on what you like. But I think that's really interesting the whole AI thing and I think it is um going to be quite an advancement and what we'll see in the next 10 years. Um, between crypto and AI is going to be like hey, I'm a futurist. I've been I've been <laughs> I've been hedging this <laughs> for a while. Um, so 10 years, that's in my 2030s. Keep watching for that. So, um, what I have more questions for you.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. So I want to know some things, like, because you're a strategist, right? And we all have to lead. At, like I said in the beginning of the show, we're always leading. Sometimes when you're in a partnership, like, Matilda's a newlywed. Sometimes she's got to lead in the relationship, and sometimes she's got to follow. But how can we inspire people to, to follow our leadership effectively? Mm-hmm.
1: Well, yeah, I, I need that, that a lot. Yeah. I need to lead Sasha a lot. Sometimes he doesn't obey. <laughs> I don't know if it's supposed to be obeyed.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I
2: I think I think the starting point has to be that, uh, that being true to ourselves. I think we will not be able to influence or inspire people. If we are not true to ourselves, and what I mean tr- true to ourselves is uh, we true to our, the values we stand for and uh, to our purpose. Uh, each one of us we have a purpose. We have something that uh, we are willing to do whatever it takes to make it happen. It's something beyond us. It's something that give us. It's, we have some passions, and once we have these, uh, w- our life is aligned with this. Uh, then you know, people would be inspired by us. Uh, and then if you add to this, uh, the, this desire to continuously grow, to continuously get better, also it inspire people around us. Why? Because everything in, in life is designed this way. Everything grows by, by nature. So when we grow consciously, we inspire people uh, to go on that path as well. And um, so, being being aligned with our purpose, with our values, uh, having a vision that excites us, and we are we are we we wake up every day to make it happen, uh, and then also to continuously grow and contribute and help people around us and caring for people around us. I think when we have these, uh, we would be able to influence and inspire and lead a lot of people i think some people what they do is they try to you know jump and and want to kind of uh, like influence and and get people following them without having this foundation right and i think it's a big mistake because even if you will get i mean you can manipulate people you can get people you know following you but it will not be something sustainable and more important you will not be fulfilled this, and and when you lead people from the right place, when you are true to yourself, lead leading them and having them with you, it just gives you like amazing feeling of fulfillment and satisfaction and joy uh, because you are aligned.
1: You know, I love what you're saying because you're aligned and you're uh, true to your purpose. But okay. Some people might ask, how can you even know what is your purpose? Let's like one step back. How can you help people to understand their purpose so they can be true to it, so they can be inspiring for people around them?
2: Yeah. Well, I think, I mean, at the end, uh, we can only talk from our own experience and our journey. and, And some of it is connected to a lot of people. Some of it is more personal. But I think... There is one guy, he wrote like a series of books, uh, very interesting books. His name is Robert Green. He wrote a book called Mastery, another book, Power, uh, 48 Laws of Power. But in the book Mastery, and he has a TED Talk, which is really interesting about like, it's called The Keys to Self-Transformation. And there he talks about how uh, he was lost until his 40s and he was doing all kinds of jobs and um and he never found it you know and and he wanted to be a writer and he he, he told the story how he was sitting with this very well-known kind of editor uh, or publisher and he said you know what forget about this thing being a writer because you are not meant to be so uh, but then when he found like this niche in writing and it just turned him on so much uh, and as I say, the rest is history. And and look at the books he have written like nobody written like books like his. But in the book Mastery, he talks about how a lot of this great, uh, you know, people like uh, like Darwin, like uh, Beethoven, like I'm not sure Beethoven, Mozart, but I think a lot of people who accomplished amazing things in their life, like when they were little, they had this kind of like. Uh, spark when when they look at something or when they w- w- work on something, and and this is something that we need to always kind of a try to get to get close to. And and what happened is when we are little, it was so around us and we were kind of close to it. But then because of the noise, and this is what Kia just said uh, about Jay Z, right? So the fact that we listen too much to what what others think about things. And what others think about us and about what we what we are passionate about and then suddenly we don't we 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 lose the compass and and that's what happens you know so i think you know the things that we were really uh uh, passionate about and we loved and we enjoyed when we were little and the dreams we had and the aspirations when we were little i think it has a lot to do with this and i mean i still remember when i started wanted to do this work I had a great teacher, and I was telling I want to do this. And he told me, like, would you die for this? Would you die for, you know, doing this work, which is about, like, developing leaders and, and uh, doing this work in organization and coaching and all this. And I was like, what are you talking about? You know, like, why would I die? I mean, <laughs> for something. And I remember, like, after a couple of months or so, I said, you know what? I, I think what he meant would you give your life for it? Would you just keep trying and would you never give up until you kind of do this thing and you would do it most of your life? And absolutely yes, you know So this is the thing that what what do you value? what are you passionate about? what do you believe in and what would you give your life for? you know I think it's it's a questions and and I think if you keep asking these questions and you are willing to listen, you start to get hints for the answer. Awesome.
1: Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, you are, I the think kid. you are
2: on mute. Kira. Yeah.
0: Yeah. My kids were my kids were making noise and I always forget to unmute myself. So anyway, to Sasha has a great question and um and so let's uh let's dive into this. So it says to work on yourself you use self-improvement. Do you think it is a trend in western society? It is kind of a luxury for a lot of people. No. I, I don't agree with that. <laughs> Sasha, I don't th- I don't think I mean it might be a trend. It might be a trend that started in Western society, but I don't think it's a luxury. I think everyone can do it. It's an it's equal for everybody everywhere. It's a choice, it's a personal choice, like taking the vaccine, right? Like <laughs> you just have to decide. Right. What do you think, Fuad?
2: Um I think that for me the answer is you know, life is more fun when when we are on this journey i think at least this is my, has been my experience like you can enjoy life more you can touch people more uh, you can um, feel more fulfilled when when you do this uh, when you do this work and now of course some people actually and and i i have to say i fell in this trap as well they do it for distraction you know like uh, at some point or they do it for numbing themselves. Uh, you know so another book would be just a way it's a drug you know so you read that book and it's a kind of a way to uh, again you know uh, Brian he talks about it in London real like um, um, and uh, and a lot of people talks about this which is it become procrastination uh, mm-hmm. so you really want to uh, if you if you are just honest with yourself you know like why you are doing it and you know like if it's leading to results or not uh, and I think when when it's leading to results, it's just it's amazing feeling it's it's a great feeling when you suddenly, for example, you enter a room and this is something which you know used to happen to me. I enter a room like full of people, and I don't feel secure. I don't feel safe, you know uh, and I'm like, what are they talking about? what are they talking about me now, you know, or something like this, and now you get go to the room and it's like, you know you love these people, you know even you don't know them yet, but it's just like you feel more safe right or or you stand in front of a group of people and you can speak to not only speak to them but you can really connect to them because you really care about them and you want to inspire them you know instead of saying what will they talk about me now and uh, how can i be you know how can i look good And so suddenly you're you're thinking about them and this is what's what's powerful i think
1: um, I have a question. I um, another question. Um, you know, I was uh, watching your Instagram and uh, I saw a lot of clips about you working out and you're inspiring other people to work on their uh, physical body. And for me, it was like um, a question to ask from you. Do you see a link between transforming your physical body to transforming your life as well? How do you see that?
2: Yeah, I, I think... I mean, to me, uh, I still remember that one of the first things I started to do when I was waking up. I started to wake up early was uh, physical exercise, and and I think you cannot really work on your mindset if you don't work also on your on your body and and do some physical training. But I one of the things I notice is that you know when I'm overweight, when I'm like. You know, I have a big belly. When I'm kind of putting my clothes on and they don't fit well, uh, it's just like the feeling I have in the morning. It just it's disappointment toward myself, and this feeling, in a way, I carry with me throughout the day, and this is it influences all the interaction I have with other people in a way. So uh, on the on the other hand, when And and I'm not talking about, like, you know, having, like, again, like, uh, being super fit and and having six six pack and all this. But I'm saying, like, you know, just being, like, having a good um, um, physical body and, like, being healthy and being energized, it makes a big difference. Like, when I put my clothes on, I feel like, I feel different. I look at myself and I say, like, I look good, you know. And and this is this feeling is priceless, uh, and this is what again I you know in a way we all take with us. And uh, don't get me wrong, like um, sometimes I overeat. Sometimes I you know uh, uh, I I miss like certain uh, routines or habits uh, which are you know for me important. Uh, but the most important thing I I never accept uh, that. I would stop i will always get back i will always you know put myself back on track and and continue and and this is something which is so important Uh, and the workout you're talking about uh, it's been something i've been doing for seven months now and it's uh, uh, you know every morning uh we do like kind of a variation of burpees together with other exercises and we include some um like gratitude and uh, and even affirmations and meditation and stuff like this. And it's kind of like mindset training in a way. And uh, for me, it changed my life. And uh, it's, uh, uh, it's just, uh, and whatever, you, whatever, I think this is something for me, like every day, you, I used to think before, like I, I work out like three times a week or four times or five times. But then it became like, no, this is, this is my lifestyle. And uh, I, I will always be active.
1: Very nice. I'm struggling on that part. I have to... (laughs) Make myself, I don't know, it's been, uh, I'm struggling in my uh, weight right now. And it's kind of a new concept for me. I never had a weight issue, but now I'm gaining weight. I don't know, it's the marriage life, maybe. Don't get married, guys. (laughs) 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 But maybe it's the new, I don't know, my life situation. I don't have the routine of it. And I'm kind of surprised at myself that I'm letting myself go. And I know that I'm letting myself go, but somehow I cannot stop that uh, I'm working on that. And I feel like, mm. and the reason uh, it resonated with me a lot, because I'm also realizing that if you don't have control over your body, how can you have control over your life? So um, that's what I'm realizing right now. My life is not in my control because maybe my body is not still.
0: Mm. So wow. You know what I think about that, Matilda, and I, which I really appreciate your vulnerability as well, both of you actually, and I definitely have been there so many times in my life. In fact, um, just in May, I went through COVID, right? And somehow I got sick in January. I had mono and I was sick for three months, right? And so there was a lot of takeout going on because, you know, I'm a single mom. So, and a lot of being in bed because it's mono, right? All you do is lay in bed. You're so tired. So I went, I came out of this, right. And I went to do a photo shoot (laughs) for my Instagram (laughs) and I did the photo shoot. And when I got the pictures back, I was like, oh my God, I didn't realize I put so much weight on and I couldn't see it until I saw it in the pictures. Okay. I still publish them because that's life. But, um, I right then is where it was like my catalyst to go, okay, what do I need to do? And what I did was, um, what I'm doing um, cause I'm still working it through, um, is, uh, I went back to something I loved when I was younger, which was weight training. And so I'm not like you for I'm not there every day with it yeah. yet, but it is yeah. a lifestyle, but I do something almost every day, but I, um, I do weight train a lot and, oh, <laughs> I it's George, George, thank you, honey. I'm going to do another photo shoot next month, maybe two, um, for my birthdays next month. So i am got to do a photo shoot. Um, so thank you for that. Um, but I did something I loved, right? And so I think um, what I found, what was for me, Matilda, was that there was a root cause of the reason why. It wasn't just that I had mono and just that I was ordering out a lot because those were choices I made. Right? There was a root cause of why I had let myself go, we'll say, a bit during the, that winter, spring portion of this lockdown situation. So I would say that it's something that you got to look inside about and really locate the source because whatever is outside of you, whether it's you know your body or your house that's not quite tidy, um, it's a reflection of what's going on inside of you. So whatever the root is, once you isolate that, then everything will be able to shift for you, um, as, as far as that goes. And always, if you ever need support, I got you, girl. So, um, you. so okay. I just want to bring this question. Up. I love Sasha so much, and he has another question. He has another <laughs> thought that I, I want oh, to God. share. Okay. <laughs> So um <laughs> uh he's part of the family. He's the soul tribe. So we're going to do this. All right. So he says in a lot of in a lot of countries people don't have access to self-improvement. The society or the situation push them generally to resilience. The pressure could be a trauma on them choices related to consciousness. I uh, I agree on some regard with that, but I also think self-improvement um it comes from a desire within you so you don't necessarily need things like you don't have to buy courses or you don't have to uh, like get books or I mean a lot of stuff you can learn for free on YouTube it's everywhere like this show right now and um and so I think it's it, it is kind of a choice but you won't make that choice if you're not conscious about your life and I do like if you look at certain countries like look at Afghanistan right now the people there are being pushed towards being resilient right they're gonna need to dig deep and their first priority is not going to be like doing the inner work at this moment. Okay. So I think you have to be in the environment where you can't, you ha- it is a luxury to that extent to where you're not just thinking, how am I going to eat? How am I going to be alive tomorrow? How am I-? Once you got those basic needs met, then you can start really thinking about how can I improve and heal this trauma? Cause I think you're in the trauma or whatever trauma you're in if you can't, if your basic needs are not being met, and one of them is being safe, right? How are you going to work on self-improvement if you don't feel even safe that you're going to live tomorrow? Right? Yeah, that's
2: right. That's right. So Uh, I get
0: your point. I get your point. What do you think, Foa?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think, so uh, I agree with you that, you know, self-improvement is not books. I mean, books are just vehicle. Uh, but as long as you have conscious, uh, conscious uh, and, and you're listening to it, your conscience, and, and, and as long as you have reflection and, and self-awareness and observation, so you observe you know, others and how their choices, uh, what, what are they leading to in terms of results and your own choices, And you're listening to your conscience in a way that it's always telling you like, you know, don't do this or do this. This is good. This is not. Uh, As long as just by just this simple thing, which we all have access to, we can improve. So books, books are great, but it doesn't have to be this way. Uh, So, yeah.
1: And also, I think there is this desire. You have to have like some sort of a desire to do bigger things or to do, and kind of a self-esteem, not, um, yeah, self-esteem is important to know that you deserve better and you can do better. And Mm -hmm. I'm sure like right now, even what we're seeing in Afghanistan and it's devastating, we're going to see months and years to come, all the refugees that are going to come maybe to America and Mm -hmm. Switzerland. Um there are gonna be some amazing ones that they've seen a lot of trauma, but still they manage to get to, to get all the strengths in their being and do amazing things in life in their life and they can achieve a lot. So I think it's character as well. More than anything, it's finding this something in you, in yeah, your being. I, yeah, mm-hmm.
2: and you know, I, I mean I love this quote by I think Carl Jung. Uh, he says something like, until you make the unconscious conscious, Mm -hmm. it will control your life and you will call it fate. Mm -hmm. So, so, and this is, this is where, again, you know, having this self-awareness and having this desire to improve the results we're getting in our life is key. Absolutely.
0: So, um. We are at 53 minutes and we have a little bit more time yet. So I'm not rushing off or anything like that, but I just want to talk about um, your podcast a little bit <laughs> and yeah. um, talk about and talk about why you created it and what it's all about.
2: Yeah. So my podcast is uh, designed or the its purpose is to, uh, to create positive change in organizations and, uh, um mainly around people. So there are a lot of things around leadership uh, and organizations and workplace. Uh, but my podcast is about like how you can create positive change on a large scale within organizations. And this was my obsession in a way and my work. Uh, and um, so I interview a lot of leaders, CEOs, consultants, uh, researchers, professors. Uh, it's been amazing. I met a lot of really great people and uh, I uh, was kind of uh, lucky to, to get their perspective on things and uh, which enriched me and I think it enriched a lot of uh, my listeners uh, and uh, it was an amazing journey. So uh, I still remember the first two episodes I recorded where I felt I fell from a plane and uh, i didn't know how i landed but uh, i mean the, the, actually believe it or not the very first interview i did it in my car uh, with uh ceo of uh, you know agility or the ex ceo of agility and uh, and I, I don't know how it worked i mean I, I know that at one point you know one of one of the cameras like t- you know, battery died and and somehow i have like i had the still recording so but yeah uh it was one of the things like I knew when I started the podcast is just uh, it's it will be a, like a very interesting journey. And uh, yeah, so I, I, I loved it.
0: Awesome. And you know, you do a, a whiteboard series, too, right? That's a video yeah. series and a podcast.
2: Yeah, I have the whiteboard uh, series, which is basically I, I, I talk for like my own perspective on, on leading people. and uh, And especially like if you have a big company, how you can make change. Uh, let's say if you have like 5,000 people or 50,000 people, how you can change your company at speed. Uh, and making, I mean, like changing the results, but also changing the culture and making people excited to go with you on this journey to improve things and fulfilled. Uh, so usually you have two school of sorts, which is like one is you say like people and make them happy and all this and other schools like results and just focus on that and what if you can take both and you really kind of push them to the highest level at the same time Uh, and and this is for me this has been my obsession you know like how we can achieve both at the same time
1: that's amazing I need to listen you. to your podcast. And I, you. but at the moment I have a problem with leading myself. Not of times <laughs> I, I know what I have to do, but I cannot make myself to do that. Do you have any tips for that? How to lead your own self?
2: Yeah. I mean I think uh, like so whatever you want you, you want to do is connecting it to a vision. And, and then connecting it to a purpose, I think. So, and what's the difference between? So, you have tasks, you have goals, you have vision, you have purpose. So, the difference between at least, you know, vision and goals, for example. Vision is something very vivid. And it's like how things will look when you achieve this goal. It, it will be, for example, let's say the goal is uh, I want to kind of lose like 10 kilos, right? But the vision is I want to be healthy. You know, I want to be vibrant. I want when I look at myself in the mirror, I feel great. You know, I want when I walk out the door of my place, I feel excited. I feel energized. But then a purpose is something beyond that. I want to have all this for my kids. I want like when my boy is 18 years old, and he's graduating from school and going to university, I want to be standing by him, and I'm vibrant, and he is so happy that I am beside him, and he's like my friend. You know, I want to be there on the graduation of uh, at, his, uh, at his university, right? So kind of it's something beyond yourself it becomes. So connecting it to a vision, connecting it to a purpose, this is something which is because uh, people like say, oh, I, want to, I want to lose 10 kilos. I mean, who would be, like, excited about that? You
0: know? <laughs> yeah, I'm not. You know?
2: but, but when you say, and I still remember, like, I, I was struggling for a period of time, and I had this great teacher, and every time we were having call, like, every two weeks, and, and every time I found, like, one problem, I need to fix it myself. And I remember he told me, you know what, if this is your attitude, you will never have enough, you know, um, from problems. You will always find problems. But what if you create a vision for yourself? What if you go and think about what kind of person and leader you want to be? So, changing just it, it's almost the same, and but so kind of but, but starting with what's the end in uh, what's, what's the end I'm after, what's the vision I'm after, and what's the purpose of that. And I still remember when I sat down and I wrote this, I was like so excited. I was it gave me so much great energy, and actually. It's interesting because then when I was doing research around leadership, I found that was a consultant. He studied and he listened to all these meetings uh, like for planning and uh, in the organization. And he found when in problem-solving sessions that the energy started to go lower and lower and lower. And he created something he would call envisioned future, which is, he said, instead of looking at problems, always think about, you know, visions and and like, what are the opportunities and look at this and explore this. And this creates so much great energy. So this is what I would recommend is always think about what you want and and make it vivid, exciting, uh, as, you know, like, um, stretch, um, and, uh, and then connect it to a higher purpose.
1: Very nice. I'm going to work on it. I want to start leading myself, and then yeah. <laughs> and then see if I can lead Sasha some point. Yeah. <laughs>
0: That's a good strategy. So, so which which brings me to my next point. It, that could probably be another book for you. And I know that you have a book, at least yeah. one coming yeah, up. Yeah. So let's talk about it.
2: Yeah, I have actually two uh, in the making. But one, the first one is, uh, inspire your people. Uh, and it's a, it's a book about leadership, but it's written in a different uh, way. And uh, it's like passages. Uh, and the passages are about different uh, areas around leadership. Uh, for example, uh, the the mindset of leadership, which is what are the beliefs and principles? For example, one of the passages is uh, I believe in people. Uh, and it, it goes something like this. I believe in people, in the power of people, in the unlimited potential of people. Uh, I believe that the biggest asset of any organization is people uh, and things like that. So um, um, again, it talks about like, for example, listening and the importance of listening and uh, and coaching and delegating, delegating not so I can free my agenda so I can you know do things. no, it's delegating to empower them, to give them like this. The opportunity to do new things to to stretch them so they can grow so they can become better so they can tomorrow's leaders right so yeah this is this is this book uh, and i'm in the final stage right now in the editing phase i'm very excited about uh sharing it and publishing it and the other one is more about life inspiration it's called inspire your life so yeah
0: love it i love and- it yeah, it's really inspiring. I like the passages, and the, the one you were sharing is really good. I think a lot of leaders um, can be more—at least here in the states—when you're more engaged with your people and inspire them to work for you, you get um, a better team around you. Um, when you when they're inspired instead of afraid, right? Yeah. <laughs> you, know, like, you know, so amazing stuff. Um, so. Tell me, I know that you're on LinkedIn and you do a, some live um, videos and stuff on LinkedIn. How can we connect with you on LinkedIn?
2: So on LinkedIn, it's just uh, Dr. Fuad Alame. You can find me, uh, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm much more active there, uh, and uh, I share a lot on leadership and also a little bit on life inspiration, but mostly leadership and uh, we go live sometimes and um also um yeah share videos and all kind of content there
0: awesome so well we are at um an hour and two minutes and i wonder Matilda, if you have any more questions
1: for Fouad. Well, I have a lot of questions, but I think I, <laughs> maybe we should have him another time as well to mm, ask good the, the, sure. the question. But I loved what you're uh, saying, and I'm looking forward for your books as well because, um, you know, you, what I'm taking from you is. If you want to lead other people, first you have to lead yourself. So you have to master yourself. And I'm in the phase of mastering myself because lots of times I'm being stubborn to myself, let alone to other people. And I'm working on it because if I want to have the life that I want, first I need to make myself to do things that I need to become to that phase. So um, I'm very much interested in those advices of yours. And I'm going to listen to your podcast.
2: Thank you so much. Thank you. (laughs)
1: so tell us everywhere we can find you
0: LinkedIn, Instagram
2: yeah Uh, so Instagram I I have two accounts one is again Dr. Fuad Alami and this is on leadership and self-transformation and the other one is more personal but I'm sharing a lot uh, from Inspire Your Life, the book I have also uh, some. I I play Spanish guitar so I have some videos like playing guitar there and uh, I post a lot of things about nature so, uh, these are the main, two main, you know, platform where I'm active. What
0: What is the second account on Instagram?
2: So, it's Fuad Alame, just without doctor,
0: yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah. So, I'm going to yeah. put
1: that. Fuad, yeah. where are you from originally?
2: Uh, I'm from Lebanon originally, yeah. Oh, nice.
1: Yeah, yeah. Do you still uh, have people in Lebanon? Right yeah, now?
2: yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. My parents are, yeah.
1: Oh, my God, what's happening there? This is terrifying.
2: Yeah, it's... It's very very challenging. I I just I was there just like a couple of weeks ago, so it's uh, wow. very sad how it is right now. So, uh, hoping that it will get better. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh lots
1: goodness. of bad things are in that area happening.
2: Yeah, right yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm from Iran, so lots of bad things are ah, happening really? in Iran okay. as well. Iran, so, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. It's a devastating situation. I hope Western world can see us, what's happening out in our country so they can help us. Mm -hmm. Well, I tell you, the veterans, (laughs) the veteran community is in
0: an uproar right now. And all of my peers and people are mobilizing. I have I'm so impressed and proud of my community to see them when our government has made its decisions veterans are making their decisions and they have the skills and the know-how to get things done and to see the things that are being done and enacted on our own is just incredible and so i'm proud of the community so hopefully you know we'll see more and more things like that occurring to to see people who care and want to help and create positive change so yeah
1: we need great leaders we need them (laughs) to read book. So they can become (laughs) a great leader, so they can lead the humanity in the right direction.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. They, They need to be inspired and transform on the inside. Thereby transforming on the outside. Thereby they can transform other people. Thank you, Carla. What a lovely thing to say. And I do, I do love. Everybody seems to love Matilda as the co-host, and so I will have her back thank more you. often. I love that. <laughs> I have a lot of fun. Thank you, Carla. <laughs> so, uh, Fawad, I want to say thank you so much for being a guest. I really loved having you, um, you as you so a guest much. here. So I appreciate that, and um, oh, oh, George, Argentina. I know it's been a crazy, like it's been crazy. We'll just say that it's been crazy <laughs> everywhere. It's crazy everywhere. Yes. What is going on? Do you think, like, one more question? Do you think there's a major reset happening globally?
2: What yeah, asking me more? about. Yeah, yeah, asking me about it.
0: Yes. <laughs>
2: Last uh, question. <laughs> I. I I mean, I I I always believe that things, you know, gets better. I think someone wrote a book. Uh, it's called Progress, and it talks about how, if you look at the uh, the history of humanity, where we are right now, you know, there are so many like positive things that happen, uh, and uh, so we we have a lot of you know crises, disasters, and but overall the trend on many levels it's improving and I think this is for sure this crisis to me at least uh it's um it it's kind of a where it will be something like you said it's a reset but actually there will be something positive coming out of it uh, I think it's still now early to know like what is this uh but think about like the amount of travel we were traveling think about the the fast pace we were going uh, at and the consumption and all kind of things i mean i i Personally, I mean, I look at my closet. I'm like, I mean, look how much stuff I have, you know, and and I was still going to the shop every second week, maybe like, uh, and and buying more stuff, and and so now for the last maybe 18 months I haven't bought stuff, and this is good. <laughs> so, um, but for sure there are a lot of positive things that come out of this, uh, and uh, that's that's how I I believe life is you know, is designed in a way that it keeps improving. I think if you look at it in a very narrow way, you will not see, uh, you know, how it's improving. But if you if you zoom out, you'll be able to see the trend. And, and this is what's important, like, to see the big picture, not just a piece of it.
1: Yeah. How about you, Matilda? Well, uh, I don't know. I'm thinking, yeah, it's going to a certain direction. But, you know... This is. I'm reading a lot of history books right now. I was reading about um, uh, Louis XVI and mm. uh, actually um, about uh, Spanish Civil War. Uh, I was reading about it two days ago, about Franco. And I'm realizing, you know, the world is the way it is. I cannot do anything about it as a personal level. What I have to do is to to live my life as best as I can and as we know history has been like this all, we're always dealing with a problem from Cleopatra time till now. Okay, we have a advanced machinery and a science, but the human problem is the same. Even if we fix now, something else is going to happen. So me as a human being is just to be happy, uh, to keep myself happy because I have one life and I have to enjoy it and to enjoy it the best way possible. So I can, I need to understand my purpose in life so I can serve Uh, my best way possible to the people around me and that's my that should be my goal where the world is going I don't know but honey I will survive whichever (laughs) goes and I will have a good life no matter what so salas <laughs> I
0: love it. I love the fantastic <laughs> answer. And I feel you. I, I derive that same sort of energy after reading um The Prince by Machiavelli. <laughs> I was just yeah. like, there's there's nothing new going on. Just to make the best of your life and the impact that you're gonna make around you. So I love that. And thank you for sharing it. Um, so, Fouad, um, we are at an hour and 10 minutes. I know it's late for you, so I'm going to put you in the green room. If you have to run, I understand if you have time. We'll wrap the show, and then we'll meet you there for a proper goodbye.
2: Okay. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you, Matilda. And Thank you. Thank for you,
0: Fouad. It's a pleasure, as always. I'll see you in a minute. Oh, that's uh, so he's lovely. lovely. <laughs> yeah, he's lovely. <laughs> he's really lovely. Okay. Yeah. So, um I loved that talk. What did you think about it?
1: Yeah, I think it's very important, uh especially what's happening in the world. Uh it's important his his teachings going to be uh very crucial for where we are standing in life. And I think even to uh advance our own life Also, and I'm thinking that maybe we bring because I've been thinking about it a couple of days about all these immigrants going to come to different parts of the world. And if we can teach them how to become to understand their purpose and to, you know, to advance and upper their games, they can be a source of a value to any community they go instead of a burden. Mm -hmm. you know so i think it's very important and i'm gonna start working on my body i mean i don't know watching his youtubes i realized oh my god maybe i don't have a grasp on my life right now it's because i don't have the right body for myself at this moment Mm, so that's
0: that's profound yeah (laughs) it's profound diet and Uh exercise here Mm -hmm. it comes (laughs) well you know what also it's a start it's you know, when you want to see results, like nothing builds confidence and purpose like seeing results, right? Mm, so when exactly. you start putting that work in and you start getting the results from it, it inspires more work and more confidence. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, it's like cleaning your house. You instantly feel better when, <laughs> once That's it's true. all tidy, right? It's the same thing with your but with your body. Um, so I want to say Sasha, I just love having you around. Thanks for tuning <laughs> in. The Prince is also my favorite. I felt that comment. That's it. I'm going to throw it back up there. <laughs> so, yeah, it's also my favorite. That's why I brought it up. But I am also a big history nerd. So I love, um, uh, we should have like a book talk. <laughs> <laughs> tell me what you're tell me what you're reading matilda okay and and george um george honey my heart just goes out to you you know um you may not know this i don't know if i mentioned it on hot topics live but i lost my mother in 2018 and it was after a oh, difficult wow. time period in our relationship in fact we were not speaking and it was really really hard and um and it was just because you know she was difficult and she would not take her medicine and she needed it <laughs> so um my tough love approach was the right choice, but it, it went really sad when she passed away unexpectedly. So it was like, you know, you have a lot of hope for repairing the relationship and all of that just went when she went. And so I had to learn a lot about forgiveness and all of these things after she passed away. So it was a really tough time period. And, um, and it always just breaks my heart. I mean, It always just breaks my heart. So I know that you're having a difficult and emotional day, sweetheart. My heart just goes out to you. And if you need support, you know you can send me a message. You know that. And speaking of sending me a message, um, don't forget, everybody, don't send me a friend request on Facebook. And in fact, I'm nearing my limit, okay? So go and follow me on Instagram, right? That's If you want to connect with me, um, that's the best way to do it. And you can send me a message. I'll look and see as long as it's not like, um, an inappropriate message um, <laughs> then, then, or a dick pic, <laughs> but we're good on those. I think we finally got that message out that those are not coming anymore. So thank you. Um, but as long as you're sending me a nice message, I'll respond to it. So follow me on Instagram right here. There's everywhere you can reach me on Instagram. Um, and so don't send me a friend request. Just follow me there. You can also um, follow Matilda on Instagram at Coffee with Matilda. So um, this is hers right here. So follow her there. You can check out her podcast. You can find it anywhere you listen to podcasts, right, Matilda?
1: Yes. And YouTube and Facebook as well.
0: Yes, and podcasters Unleashed. We can't like yes. not talk about podcasters. Oh yeah, unleashed.
1: podcasters unleashed. Yes. See, I'm right. telling my friends right now. <laughs> so, yes. so every we love Monday. Them. Mm-hmm. Every Monday, Podcasters Unleashed, we're like five. Or slash six. One of them uh, might not be showing up for a while. But we're six podcasters around the world sharing our thoughts. uh, uh, We're debating about any topic, you name it. And, you know, uh, current events. Uh, We were talking about Afghanistan last one. So every Monday, 7 p.m. London time, we're on.
0: Excellent. It's a good show. I watch it.
1: So, and,
0: and, and these are, these are my students. They're my babies yes. and they're doing big, great things on YouTube and, um and they're having great talks. I, Tuned in for the vaccine one most recently. I missed the the Afghanistan one, and I really wanted to see it. So I'm I'm just started watching it on YouTube, um, and I will finish it when I have time. But it is um, going. It's an interesting to hear everybody talk about it, and with um, two military people um, exactly. on Podcasters Unleashed, um, Simon from the UK who served in Afghanistan, and Nelson also from here in, mm. in the state. So I think it's it's a lot of great perspectives on all these different topics. Talk- topics. I like you guys talked about, um, what was it you talked about? It was a male and female perspective you did a while ago. And then I know when you guys were guests on here, um, you can find my podcasters unleashed, um, episode, uh, when you guys, we talked about toxic masculinity and toxic femininity. So that was a good one too. And, um, and I love the show. So I think everybody should watch it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So uh, with so much love to you, George, honey, thanks for always supporting. And, um, and so well, I guess with that, we're going to wrap it up. I want to say thank you so much, Matilda, for being a guest. You're amazing. yeah, thank you. Thank
1: you, Kia, for having me again. Uh, and I love your show. I love your energy. And I think everyone should uh, enjoy your energy. So lots of people should tune in. <laughs> we need thank more you. Kias in this world. <laughs> Aww, Maybe that's you. why we won't have bad people in the world. So.
0: Well, with any luck. <laughs> with any luck. If everybody's doing their inner work. They're being inspired by lovely people like our guest today. Uh, Fawad. And um, we're taking responsibility for leading our own lives, right? And then spreading that love to the people around us. I mean, in our own little sphere, our own little universe, we can make it as best as we can. And if we're all doing that, then maybe we're making the world a better place. Collectively. Right? Yes. Anyway, (laughs) with that, we're going to wrap it up. Um, I love you guys. We'll be back next week. I think... My girl, Valentina Leo, is going to be back from um, from uh, erotic wisdom. And we're going to talk about Tantra. Ooh. <laughs> so, <laughs> really, I'm really excited for that one. Um, this is going to be her fourth episode with Hot Topics Live. So if you want to find out why a guy has a magic stick and a, <laughs> a woman <laughs> should be worshipped, then this yes. the episode for you <laughs> so tune in. next week i will confirm and you can see on monday who's going to be my guest and by tuesday who's going to be my guest co-host might it be matilda could it be someone right. else we don't know <laughs> that you have to tune in on tuesday to my instagram stories and find out and with that awesome. that's a wrap <laughs> thank you bye everyone ciao love you guys bye <laughs>